Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vredenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 88, and the topic for today is life as a sport. I'd like to first apologize rather profusely for the long delay since the last episode. I've been traveling for work an awful lot, almost continuously, so I've had very little time to record episodes, even though I have written some ahead of time. I also changed the podcast hosting service from Podbean to Squarespace. I'd been with uh, Podbean since I started this podcast about five years ago, but the popularity of it, the cost of hosting at Podbean, was getting rather exorbitant. And as many of you know, this is still my hobby, and I also still don't want to resort to advertising to pay for the bandwidth to host this podcast series. I'd also already hosted my blog at Squarespace, so I also moved the podcast there as well. It was a lot of work to move all the material over, and I also ran into some glitches, but now everything is working. And some of you also had mentioned that you'd had some difficulty subscribing to the podcast. So I wanted to just off the top here give you the advice that I've received from some of you. That if you use iTunes, please search for Life Habits Mentoring and then make sure it shows you as subscribed. Like I said, some listeners had difficulty and they said they needed to unsubscribe and then resubscribe in order to make sure that they got more recent episodes. And if you use some other podcast client, make sure that you're accessing the new feed and the address for that feed is feeds.feedburner.com slash lifehabits slash feed. So that feed address again is feeds.feedburner.com slash lifehabits slash feed. I hope that'll get us all up and running again and that we can also get to more regular deliveries of this podcast to all of you. I certainly look forward to that and I enjoy doing it. I also enjoy getting the feedback from all of you as well. Now, each discipline and domain of knowledge has a unique perspective in my view to offer and I see significant value in taking those different perspectives when we're looking to improve our lives. And those of you who have listened to many or all of the previous episodes may well remember that in episode 38, with the title of Design Your Life, that we used the lessons from design and applying that to improving our lives. So the various approaches and methods and techniques and thoughts that the overall discipline of design has that can be very effectively used by making the focus of what it is that we're designing you. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I suggest you head over to your client and access Life Habits 38. I also did an episode number 79 on impression management, which largely took the lessons from marketing, the various, again, approaches and methods and techniques and thoughts from that overall discipline and applied them to improving your life and the ways in which you are then perceived by others as well. So again, if you haven't listened to that one, head over to episode 79. 
But there's another area that has huge influence and has a lot to offer, in my view, by way of habits, best practices, and unique perspectives, and that is the whole area of sports. And as you know, I like to start these sessions together by sharing some particularly insightful quotes to get us started. And in the area of sports, there's a lot of really good ones. So I've made a huge list and then cut it way back, but the list is still longer than the target that I usually have for these, which is about three. So uh, please indulge me in reading some of these famous quotes from famous people with regard to really insights on life that come from sports. Babe Ruth said, every strike brings me closer to the next home run. Michael Jordan said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that's why I succeed. Wayne Gretzky said, A good hockey player plays where the puck is. A great hockey player plays where the puck is going to be. Billie Jean King said, Champions keep playing until they get it right. Paul Coffey said, Nobody's a natural. You work hard to get good and then work to get better. It's hard to stay on top. Another of Michael Jordan's quotes are, You must expect great things of yourself before you can do them. And lastly, Lynn Jennings said, Mental will is a muscle that needs exercise, just like muscles of your body. So again, I think some really good thoughts and ideas to apply from the whole area of sports to your life. I've gleaned together a list of three suggestions and advice for how to apply the ideas from sports to improving your life, and they are as follows. Number one, take stock and focus. You've got to determine what you want to work on to improve. And how do you do that? Well, you pay attention, you observe, you introspect, you look inside yourself. Look at the sort of instant replay of particular things that you see as candidates for how you may want to improve, even take actual video and analyze whether there are areas that you should improve. If it's important to you for your career, for example, that you do presentations, have someone record one of your presentations and analyze how you can improve and get better. As you know, that's also what sports teams do on a regular basis and not simply rely on their memory. Also think about asking others to get a sense of the progress that you've made. Think through the work that you've done via the past podcast episodes, whatever topics you've worked on in the past, for evidence of how you're doing. So determine what to focus on and also try to keep your areas of focus to very few, at least at any one time. I would suggest that you don't take on any more than about three or fewer areas where you want to focus on and improve. A lot of people get really fired up and want to improve their lives and 
read self-help books and subscribe to podcasts and the like. And then they analyze where they're at and they find 20 things that they want to improve. And they try to do them all at the same time. And I would strongly advise against that. You want to be razor focused on just very few so you can put all of your energies into improving the short list of items. And that doesn't mean that you won't get to the other 17 or so. You can do that serially, so in time. But at any one time, you really should be only focusing on one, two, or three. Also think about the Wayne Gretzky quote, where the puck is going and not where it is currently. Think about where you're at in the various aspects of your life, what you want to focus on improving, and have a view to what your end goal really should be and could be if you were to improve. So don't just have a, well, I'd like to improve at this and this. You want to have a very specific target, as you would in sport, and saying, okay, I want to be able to fill in the blank by, and then give it a time frame of when you'd like to improve whatever particular topic you want to improve by a particular date, and then create a game plan to improve. And that can be anything. I mean, I'm purposely not being specific, but it could be improving your sleep, your exercise, public speaking, your authentic listening. I mean, we've gone through some, this is the 88th episode of this podcast series. We have gone through an awful lot of ideas and advice on some very specific focused topics. So you can take any one of those and make those your focus of improvement. And of course, rely on the advice in those episodes. If you want to go back and listen to them, or if you haven't listened to them uh, with regard to the topics that you've now chosen, let's say, to focus on, by all means, go back and see what is all offered in this podcast series. And of course, also seek out further advice as well in the various areas that we have talked about, as well as any broader topics that we may not have talked about as well. You might want to chase down and get some additional input on, whether it's books, whether it's other podcast series, or you might want to also look to determine whether this is something that you yourself can uh, can do, or whether you need others to help you with it as well, which is in fact number two in our list, and that is teamwork. Don't do it alone. A lot of people spend time when they want to improve themselves and try to do it all alone. Well, think of a situation of a sports team. No matter how great somebody is on that team, you generally can't succeed and win the game without actually relying on the support of others on your team as well. So work with friends or very importantly, also experts determine whether the particular thing that you want to work on is something that a friend can work on if they were to mentor you, let's say, or you just observe how they're doing, whatever the topic may be, or a particular thing that you want to work on may actually require professional help as well, whether it be coaching with regard to, let's say, public speaking, or whether it's a, a more serious issue that you want to deal with and you want to deal with a health professional with regard to that as well. So determine what type of additional help you need from your team, if you will. So look at your game plan and the items on it and determine which you're going to be focusing on, as I said in number one. Once you've chosen those, let's say, three or fewer, determine for each of them how best to solicit the help of others 
to help you progress them. May again be an exercise buddy for workouts. Might be an online community. We've talked about the happier.com environment that you just need really good encouragement and you want to just be more social in progressing the topics that you're uh, focusing on. So getting either family members, if you know that they are going to serve that need, be careful in your choice of others to work with on this as well. You want to really choose somebody that's either going to be contributing because they have specialized knowledge or skill, or that they're going to be appropriate support and cheering you on and really encouraging you and giving you reinforcement and the like as well. So determine who is going to be on your team with you. Number three is practice and take chances. Here you want to basically take more shots on goal. As the Babe Ruth example mentioned, well, not shots on goal, in this case, it's more up to bats. You want to basically fail often and fast. We're all so programmed to try to avoid failure. And as all those quotes that we went through earlier talked about, that there's not really anything wrong with failure if done quickly, easily, in the sense of doing it in a, let's say, you're trying to improve something Let's take the public speaking example. If you, on a regular basis, go up to bat more often, so you're now going to take lots of opportunities to practice the things that you've been focusing on improving in terms of your public speaking abilities, you go and seek out small venues, small opportunities to practice, let's say. Say you do that in front of, you know, your team member, your chosen member of your family or a friend, or it might even be, you know, at a parent-teacher conference or something that, let's say for you, may be more low risk. You go in, have all kinds of opportunities to practice public speaking. And if some of those times you trip up, that's okay. You've learned. You've now known, you know, what to avoid and how to further improve. And then when you have some really large opportunities to do your public speaking, now you've already gone through and had a number of these small failures, and you've done them often, you've learned from them, you've improved, and now you're in a position to do really well at a large venue, let's say, that you're going to be needing to do some public speaking at. So this whole notion of not just holding back and performing, you know, a single time and expecting that you'll be perfect at that particular moment, don't use that approach. Use the approach of you got to do a lot of work in practices, just like you would if you were into sports. You're going to want to go up and try to do whatever the activity is that you're doing. Introspect, focus on how you're doing at it, how to further improve, and including failing as well. So you can learn what you need to improve upon. You want to basically hone your skills. And as you may have heard me mention in previous episodes, I just love this notion of using the analogy of sports to improve our personal life skills because many people assume that we should simply know how to do these various things, whether it's interpersonal communication, you know, whether it's relationship building, any of those things, we often just assume that while we may need to, you know, practice and improve upon and focus on improving our skills in other areas of our life, 
like, for example, when you want to play tennis and you want to learn how to how to serve well, you're not going to get that the first time, right? But we assume that you won't. And that what you really need to do is get an instructor and practice and then practice, practice, practice before you can start getting better. We often assume that for the life skills that are so important to success in all aspects of our lives, that somehow we don't need to use that same approach. And this whole episode's theme is all about that, that you got to think about the skills you need for life and approaching them in the same ways as you would if you were going to learn a new sport. So you need to think about improving particular skills in the same way as you would if you were going to improve or learn a new sport. And whether you're talking about becoming an authentic listener or a good public speaker, or you want to use the growth mindset in your parenting, or you want to master expressing gratitude, all of those are not things that you naturally already know how to do. You need to approach them as you would if you were trying to learn a new sport. And that requires practice, focusing on how you're doing and improving. So schedule time to practice the items that are in your game plan, the game plan you developed in item number one, and look for opportunities to try out your new skills, like I say, in a safe setting. And that's the equivalent of in sports, in a practice, in a regular game during the regular season, rather than only deciding to practice during a final game in the playoffs. And also realize that no matter how good you get at this, you may think, okay, now I know how to do it. I've had a coach. I've improved my ability, whatever the topic is, and that now I know how to do it. And I can just leave it there. Well, no. As the quotes pointed out as well, every professional athlete still practices every day. And they focus on further improvement throughout their careers, no matter how good they are and no matter what status they have within that sport. So you have to do the same for the elements in your plan. So you choose the three or fewer areas you want to focus on, determine who it is that you're going to rely on to help you, and then practice, 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 and take chances. And then when you get to a level of mastery of these skills, they become habits. And then you can then choose the next few topics that you want to work on. But as this last item talked about, you still need to make sure that you are on top of your game, so to speak, by focusing on how you're doing and even the ones that you've now learned. So that's the overall topic of applying the lessons from sports to the topic of improving your overall life. So just before we finish up, it's been a while since we had an episode, as I mentioned right off the top. So I wanted to just take a few minutes now to thank those of you who have provided feedback and input and ratings in the iTunes store. I've also had a number of you uh, write email to me as well, which you can do at lifehabits at gmail.com. And so here are a few of those comments from the Canadian iTunes store. Kay Marvin gave it five stars and gave it the uh, heading of great content for all aspects of life. I enjoy the variety of topics that Carl covers. I'm a new listener and I've listened to many older episodes during my drive. They are a great length for my commute. 
Thanks, Carl. And thanks so much, Marvin, for that comment. Spagme Wasimi said, Excellent advice, five stars. I found the podcast by accident, but it's really nice. And Carl speaks with passion. I listen to you at night. I often like to know whether those of you who listen to the podcast series, you know, what are you doing when you're listening to these podcasts and what time of the day, what are you doing at the same time, just to get some concept that when I record these episodes, as I'm doing right now, that I can imagine you in particular and how you are likely to be listening to the words that I record and send to you. Psych grad student is the handle and uh, gave it five stars and says, inspiring. Hi, Carl. Thank you for a fantastic podcast. I'm currently a site grad student and really find your show informative and inspiring. Listening to your program motivates me to tackle my university projects right away, stay healthy, take breaks, set goals, stay focused, etc. It's an hour of sanity time when I tune in. I have recommended your podcast to several of my colleagues. Thank you. And thanks so much for that comment and also suggest that any of you may want to share and recommend this podcast to others as well. From the U.S. iTunes store, Jessica writes, Good content, three stars. The podcast has a good content, but is there a reason why the host says particularly and regularly instead of particular and regularly? English isn't my first language, so this gets really confusing, and I end up losing focus on the content and picking up these errors as he speaks, and it kind of defeats the purpose. Please, Mr. Host, speak more clearly and without these mistakes. It gets really annoying after a while, especially because you say the words particular quite often, and I lose track of content every time that happens. Other than that, I definitely recommend this podcast. He has good advice and really knows what he is talking about. So thanks for the content. As all of you know, I really do try to improve the podcast over time. And I really puzzled a bit about this particular one. And if there is a way that I am saying these words or any other words, quite frankly, in these podcast episodes, do let me know if you think that there is a way for improving these as well. I certainly wasn't aware of the fact that I say those words in a particular way, but uh, I do apologize if it has caused you some confusion and will venture to be even more clear and articulate in my speech. Nandefrez says, best podcast ever, five stars. I love this podcast. It's informative, it's fun, and it's easy to follow. Alusi B says, positive and inspiring daily advice on a wide range of topics, five stars. I've suggested this podcast to my entire family. And by the way, I've edited these down a little bit for length. McWoo004 says, soothing and helpful five stars. I've recently discovered these podcasts and love to listen to them while I work out. The tone and approach are perfect. I feel they're personable and practical without the often off-putting tone of so many self-help podcasts out there. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank you for providing feedback on it. Aluk B says, Positive and inspiring daily advice on a wide range of life topics, five stars. Great motivational guidance for the individual trying to find solutions to their everyday challenges in relationships, in the workforce, and most importantly, internally. I have suggested it to my entire family, kids included, as almost all of the podcasts you will find something applicable to your life, either directly or indirectly. In Australia, 
Damien said, advice compliments books, five stars. Hi, Carl. Thanks for the great podcast. I've been studying positive psychology and hit on your site when searching for audio content from Carol Dweck. I talked about her in the Growth Mindset episode. It's great to get an audio summary of books I'm reading. Helps to fill in the gaps and put more of a story to the book. I find each episode very useful and I'm practicing the good advice by a larger ratio than advice from books, but they complement each other well. He also recommended some great potential guests. Thank you, Damien. And from the UK, Johnny says, fantastic five stars. I found so much inspiration from your podcast. I will be recommending it to friends. It's first rate. I can't thank you enough for sharing your knowledge and trying to make a change in the world that's so set in its ways. And finally, from Saudi Arabia, Misha says, best pod ever, five stars. Really amazing podcast. I go over most of them and rehearse at least twice for some of them. I prefer to listen in the morning while driving. Just one note I want to say, if you repeat the list at the end, just as a list, it would be so helpful. Thanks very much. And a great suggestion, Misha. So let me thank all of you for the advice and the feedback you've provided here. And right to Misha's point, let me also just summarize once again, before we finish up this episode, the three items on the list for improving your focus on improving your life habits with regard to improvement in your life by using the perspectives from sports. The three are take stock and focus is number one. Number two is teamwork. Number three is practice and take chances. Thanks so much for listening to this episode in the overall series. Talk to you all next time and bye for now.